Welcome to Women and Faith. My name is Stephanie Schwartz, and I'm the host of Women and Faith, a podcast to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I remember reading this illustration years ago and being impacted by the power of its truth. It's written by Erwin Lutzer in his book, One Minute After You Die. And he asked this question, how long is eternity? And then he writes, visualize a bird coming to earth every million years and taking one grain of sand to a distant planet. At that rate, it would take thousands of billions of years before the bird had carried away a single handful of sand. Now, let's expand that illustration and think how long it would take the bird to move the Oak Street Beach in Chicago, and then the other thousands of beaches around the world. After that, the bird could begin on the mountains and the Earth's crust. By the time the bird transported the entire Earth to the far-off planet, eternity would not have officially begun. I remember reading that and thinking, wow, eternity is a long, long time. And I haven't thought about that the way that I should. Well, we're working through A.W. Tozer's classic book, The Knowledge of the Holy, and we're on chapter 7, The Eternity of God. We know that God is eternal. That means he is outside of time. He is without beginning or end. We read this in Psalm 90, verse 2. In Psalm 90, verse 2, the author Moses writes, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Tozer writes, The idea of endlessness is to the kingdom of God what carbon is to the kingdom of nature. As carbon is present almost everywhere, as it is an essential element in all living matter and supplies all life with energy, so the concept of everlastingness is necessary to give meaning to any Christian doctrine. We need to accept the fact that the Bible teaches that God is eternal. And Tozer goes on, Indeed, I know of no tenet of the Christian creed that could retain its significance if the idea of eternity were extracted from it. Genesis 1-1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God talks about the beginning. There was a time that there was no time. And Tozer writes, Time marks the beginning of created existence, and because God never began to exist, it can have no application to him. Began is a time word, and it can have no personal meaning for the high and lofty. Tozer goes on, because God lives in an everlasting now, he has no past and no future. 
when time words occur in the scriptures, they refer to our time, not to his. Tozer adds, God dwells in eternity, but time dwells in God. He has already lived all our tomorrows as he has lived all our yesterdays. Tozer writes, an illustration offered by C.S. Lewis may help us here. He suggests that we think of a sheet of paper infinitely extended. That would be eternity. Then on that paper, draw a short line to represent time. As the line begins and ends on that infinite expanse, so time began in God and will end in Him. Tozer writes that God appears at time's beginning is not too difficult to comprehend, but that He appears at the beginning and end of time simultaneously is not so easy to grasp. Yet it is true. Time is known to us by a succession of events. It is the way we account for consecutive changes in the universe. Changes take place not all at once, but in succession, one after the other. And it is the relation of after to before that gives us our idea of time. We wait for the sun to move from east to west or for the hour hand to move around the face of the clock. But God is not compelled so to wait. For him, everything that will happen has already happened. Now, I have heard it said that God's relationship to time can be thought of like a parade. Think of a long parade, let's say an hour-long or a two-hour-long parade. And we as spectators are on the side of the parade. We're at one fixed point, and we're watching the parade go by. The beginning of the parade goes by, and we have the end of the parade that will come, and we're watching a fixed point of the parade. And we can think of that parade as time. But God, he has the helicopter view. To him, the beginning is the same as the end. What happened 2,000 years ago is as present as what will happen in 2,000 years. God is above time. We don't know what the end of the parade looks like, but he does. We see this in Isaiah 46, 9, and 10. It says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things not yet done saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will accomplish my purpose. Tozer writes, we who live in this nervous age would be wise to meditate on our lives and our days long and often before the face of God and on the edge of eternity. For we are made for eternity as certainly as we are made for time. And as responsible moral beings, we must deal with both. I love how Tozer called that this nervous age. Isn't that true? We live in an age that's steeped in fear and worry and anxiety. 
And considering our fear and worry and anxiety in light of the eternity of God, it's important that we remember that our time here is so brief compared to eternity. We've got to stop and continually get our focus on the big picture. On the other hand, God is eternal, and we don't need to be afraid of anything in the future as it's already under the watchful eye of a loving and good God. So next time, we'll walk through chapter 8, God's infinitude. Until then, when tempted to lose our bearings, let's ask ourselves this often quoted question. What difference will this make in 100 years? And if the answer is not much, this circumstance, this thing that's troubling me, this thing that's on my mind isn't going to make that much of a difference in 100 years, then let's get our perspective right before we react to that circumstance. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and please feel free to email me. WF for Women in Faith, WF at compasschurch.org with any questions or comments that you may have. And I look forward to meeting with you next time again as we walk through Tozer's chapter eight. <music>